Hello everyone, this is Carmen. And Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So the title of today's episode is... Yoga Drama. No. Yes. <laughs> no. no, it's not. The drama of yoga. I, I wanted Make to... Make yoga more dramatic. I wanted to say... It's not dramatic enough. I wanted a title like... No, drama. The highs and lows... Boring. Of being Boring. a yoga teacher. <laughs> Which entitles some, some drama. Drama. <laughs> but the highs and lows drama. Of, of being a yoga teacher. Drama. You stop, stop, please. Like, drama. So, what are the, you know. Everybody behaves like they are 15 year olds. The highs drama. and lows of being a yoga teacher. I think let's just start with your. Is, which part? With your practice, for instance. Okay. Because this, and then we can talk about, you know, yeah, the, so many things, the yeah. teaching and, yeah, and the all students, that. the fellow teachers, <laughs> the owners, the, the people that work for you, yeah. the students or something. Yeah. Everywhere. Mm. Which sandwich you want to cover first? Please do tell. I think, I think, don't be so negative. Oh my God. I mean, it's called drama. <laughs> I think, um, because you, you know, you practice consistently and your body is always changing. Like it's, you know, some days you're more tired, some days you're feeling better or you're, you know, just highs and lows in your practice are going to happen all the time. And we are used to, or we, we would like to think that our practices, let's say once you do a pose, then you do it forever. And that is not at all the case, for instance, right? Or... You know, you you go through injuries, you go through a lot of physical pain, emotional pain. You know, it, it's just it's. Are there's, you there's sure a that that is the biggest drama people find? No, I mean that is one of them. That in the, in of their them. practice, in their practice. And one of them is it's, it's full of inconsistencies. Like practicing, the practice has to me has has a life of its own. Like you, no matter like how. Like structure you are in your life, like I, I eat this and I sleep this many hours and I do this and I do this to take care of myself and to recover. It doesn't matter the next day. Who knows what's gonna happen? You know, it, it, you, you just you're never certain of anything. So that's and that is it. It can be you know disappointing or surprising sometimes. Sometimes like so many times I start practicing and I'm so tired. And then all of a sudden, it just, you know, it gets better and better and better. And I, when I finish, I feel great. I'm like, wow, it just, you know, it wasn't as tough as I thought it would be. And sometimes I want to practice a little bit more mellow. And even that is, oh, so terrible and exhausting and hard and all that. So that's just as far as the practice goes. What, what do you so want to say all the about that, that? All the people that practice six days a week feel really related to you right now. Mm, I don't know. I like mean, the I don't know. Where I'm going is with this is that I think the biggest problem that the teachers have regarding their practice is that they stop practicing. That is, uh, yes, something I, I would I like. think that is the number one problem. The number one problem is that you, come, you, you become a student and you love yoga and it's so fantastic and it has helped you so much and you go say, I want to share this with the world. I want to make the world a better place. I want to teach yoga. And then three months later, you're not practicing anymore. Because you're teaching classes, you're tired, you have so much to do, you don't have the time, you did not organize yourself, nobody told you to prioritize this, like, it's gone. It's true. 
that, that is that is also too. I mean, it's I'm very, talking about teachers, though. It's very it's very frustrating. Yeah, even if you teach, you don't have to teach that, that many much. classes. You know, it's very disrupting, and the thing that gets eaten up the most is your practice. Is your the first thing you know, that gets sacrificed. Time, exactly. The first yeah. thing that you that you that you sacrifice is you sacrifice is your practice, your personal practice. So, if you perhaps you know you want to teach another class, then you'll do that instead of giving more priority to your personal well-being, your personal practice. Some people may do that, but the majority, you know, if that is your main source of income, for sure, you know, you're gonna have to choose the, the teaching right so it's it's very challenging and even when you own a yoga studio i mean it just that escalates even more mm-hmm. because there's just so many every day is drama <laughs> drama <laughs> i was gonna say a shit sandwich Dra- yeah, yeah, that <laughs> but, was it's, you. but it's i mean so many days drama. you eat shit sandwiches for breakfast for lunch for dinner yeah. sometimes double yeah. you know and sometimes just you know freshly made sometimes i mean yeah. it's just like you know sometimes stagnant for so for so long i mean it's just it's it's just tough it's it, it's it's very tough um because it's a, it's a, such a new business it's a, and, and it's one that you for the most part there's not a lot of budget when you go into it like you think you can do everything you think you can teach classes you think you can cover for you know some some teachers that are not showing up you think you can clean the studio you think you can pay the bills you can do the marketing and pretty soon you realize it's just it's a you mean that you got the owner of the studio the owner of a studio it's a black hole that you cannot really no matter how much energy effort money you put in it it continues to suck everything in you have to defend yourself from that i mean you have to organize yourself and at the same time it's something that you love so much and you value so much and you just you're so proud of it you know, most owners, or I think every owner I know, they just very much in enamor. They they're so in love with their yoga studio, but it, it's just so 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 demanding. You know, just being there, whether you teach most of the classes or just a few, or and you just met or you just manage and you don't you don't teach at all. I mean, we've seen all those those cases, and it still is a ton of work. And one thing that people don't realize is like once you start teaching, for instance, or once you start owning a, a yoga studio, then it becomes less and less about yoga and more and more about other things. Business. You know, business, the business side of it, and promote yourself, make you know, contacts, you know, find new people, I mean find students, attract new students to your classes. Uh, find venues to do retreats or workshops or uh, I mean it's just it's endless so I mean one of the things and then that, your pra- oh, your pra- like you were saying Google. your personal practice suffers. suffers from all of that from all of that yeah so sorry. I mean so if, if, whether you're like it's like an owner studio owner but I think that is even more because the studio owners they know they have to make the investment and I have we have met some brainless ones but we've met some very organized and logical and I mean good business people even and but the when you're a teacher I think that it is very common that they come into the world of yoga or teaching yoga or making yoga like a a work a career or whatever with unrealistic expectations I mean you you come in 
or many people, because we've, we've witnessed that. Your job is not really working very well. You're unsatisfied at, in life and everything. Yeah. And the thing that you love is go teach, teach uh, sorry, take yoga, do yoga, right? Or take a class and stuff. And they say, I hate my life. I hate this. I hate that. How about if I become a yoga teacher? Every time somebody told us that, our answer was mm, no. It's not a good absolutely idea. Absolutely not. So, because you, you have, you, your life may not be working, but coming into the yoga world as a yoga teacher, as a fix for that, is not going to work. Because the... Even the even if yoga you, is a business. Even if you love yoga, I mean, I, we've we've seen many people that I I love yoga so much, uh-huh. so 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 much that I'm going to quit my career. That I'm not. I mean, it's okay. I don't hate it, but I don't love it as much as I love yoga. So I'm gonna you know put that aside on hold, or I'm gonna quit altogether, and I'm gonna dedicate completely to yoga. You know, and and I'm just gonna do teach, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That is also, it's, it's very, very, it's very, very tough. I always tell everyone that takes the training and everything, you know, do it as, as a, a side as gig, a, as a side gig, that is the best as deal. a hobby, uh, because I think it, having it as a job, it kills it a little bit. It kills the passion and the love and, you know, the happiness that it brings. It just, it just kills it one day at a time, just little by little, it just, it's there, you know. Because you have to invest so much time for things to go well or for the yeah. reward to come back to you. Yeah. So you come into the world of yoga thinking that it's going to be a fix. A fix for many things. I mean, emotional, mental, and also economical or financial eventually. And things take much longer than you think. The job itself is harder than you think. And the business, the business world, the yoga business as a, as a business, it's harder than it seems. So if you want to come in, every time that somebody asked us is, I mean, arrange your life in a way that teaching can be pleasant. Like you don't depend on that money if you can do that. I mean, if you can pull that off, of course. I mean, sometimes you cannot pull that off. Like sometimes you, you're like uh, young and single and this is what you want to do. And uh, so, but... It's, we have we have many teachers that uh, were married. We were a bit older, and uh, they could one of them, right? One of them had a normal, regular, standard, standard job. normal job, and then the partner, man or woman, well, we've seen both options. They they had yoga as a, as their career, right? Right. And they worked very well, right? I mean, one of them brought money. The one brought like a happiness kind of thing. So it was working well for them, but. When it's the only thing you have going on, you need to figure out how to allow yourself to do this for enough time, for enough years or long enough time that it can pay back or it can pay off. Because it's like you're going to deal with so much stuff of all kinds. I mean, emotional and mental and financial and all stuff. So because this business is very, very personal. I mean, it's yes, not like it's, a, it's you're not selling cars. I mean, you go in and say, I'm going to sell a car. Oh, this person didn't buy my car, whatever. But you go and say, I'm going to teach a class. Somebody said, I don't like your class. That translates very easily in your head to this like person you. doesn't like me. Yeah. Yeah. So it is not, I mean, it is a special kind of job. It is a very personal, very, I like the word raw. 
because it really is. It is really wrong. Yes. That's that's the thing. So you you come in with the best intention at heart, and then you learn very fast. You need to grow a thick skin because mm-hmm. you need to be able, be able to take feedback that sometimes won't be good, so you can actually improve. And some people you like, some people you won't like. And uh, it's going to take you longer than you think to get things to go well and stuff, right? Yes. You need to plan in a way that you can do this for enough years that you will be able to achieve your goals because it's going to take years to get things done. It's true. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, and that, that's, it's happened uh, many, many times that, we, that we've seen. Like there's, there's someone that, for instance, it, it also depends on the market that you're in. So like geographically, you mean, or geographically, oh. yes, yes. The location, or suburbs the, versus downtown. The, the location, yeah, oh. the location, etc. The, the country or something, right? So you're. Let's say that you teach in one place, you know, in one studio, and it's going very well. Mm-hmm. But you teach somewhere else, whether that is the suburbs, another city, you know, another county, another country, completely, and then you know. It just the, those classes are the, the same style that you were teaching, the, the same classes that you were teaching, they don't work, or vice versa. You just your classes were not working, and then you move to another state or something, and then your classes start working, and you're very surprised that what is happening. So that has also happened, but for the most part, everything is like you said, it just takes longer than you think. It's not going to be an overnight sensation, you know, or even in two weeks, oh my God, my classes are just so big and I'm the hottest thing and, and everybody wants to come in my classes. You, you want to believe that, but it's very likely not going to happen. And I think when you have that realization that, wow, I need to put, I mean, for the long run, if I, if I want to make this work, I have to really commit to it. It's just so tough. And I think that is what brings the low into the <laughs> into into the you know into the equation. You're like, oh my god, I'm on a, I'm on a high. I love yoga so much. It's like, oh, no, it's good. just wait, 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 because it's gonna suck for a while, right? Um, so, and I, I always find it's such a shame that it feels like a little bit a, a revolving door, you know, especially when it comes to teachers. So, you know, someone loves yoga so much, they, they take a training or several trainings and they're just on a yoga high for I don't know how long, you know, a couple of years, they teach, etc. And then they just get stagnant in their practice or they don't have time to practice anymore or, you know, the classes are not growing that much. It's not that much of a thrill anymore to teach someone their first crow or their first handstand or their first backbend. Just like, pfft, I've seen that, done that. And then you kind of bring that energy of repetition into your classes. And that kind of is a little bit of a spiral downwards, yeah. uh, very slowly. It's very, it's very subtle and it's just going very gradually. But it is there. It's not the same enthusiasm as you had when you started. And it's, it's, impo- and it's, it's, it's impossible, impossible That's because, thing. you know. That's the thing. Because you're, it's not the newest thing anymore in your life. But I mean, either it's things. Not, and so eventually, boo, 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 as people get better, sorry, sorry, sorry. As people get better, better, better teachers, quit, quit, quit yoga. But I mean, quit, the thing quit, is, quit I think teaching. that is normal. Because whatever you do is either going to spiral up or spiral down. It, it cannot stay the same because two life changes, right? So 
if you stay in this exact same situation and you just keep doing the same thing and, da, 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 and it doesn't really grow, quote unquote grow, whatever grow means, right? It's going to eventually die. The only way to actually have this more in a long term is to make it grow. And that growth usually depends or is there's a big step at some point that means leave your normal job and do this full time. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And that is the, you know, like the, well, this is mother nature, like the bears. And it's a really cruel story. But when, when a mother bear has little bears, right, they are with her for the first two years. I think it's two years or something. And uh, they learn to cat or to hunt. And, blah, blah, blah. and then at some point she turns around and say, out. Now you have to go live your life. That is the most dangerous moment for the little bear. The, so on, not only so many survive. And then they, what the ones that survive become big bears and they have a big life and stuff. But that is like the same moment. It's like you have the moment of I have a job and I do this part-time, right? And uh, it keeps growing, growing, growing. You take more classes. You learn more. You feel more confident. You want to try stuff. You want to do a workshop. You, you know? So it keeps growing, quote-unquote growing. At some point, you're going to ask yourself, I, I want to do this full-time which is normal because it's growing, right? That is the key moment for me, I think. Like that, how are you going to set up your life so you can handle that transition, right? Because mm. it's going to take some months for you to make money doing this, right? So you have to have some money from the previous job to be able to, or wind down the job you had slowly or something that allows you to make that transition and step. And then in the beginning of the being a teacher, or being a studio, being a whatever, you have to like find yourself a little bit, right? Like who are you as a teacher? And it has to fit in the market. As you say, like these classes in this studio work, this classes in this studio don't work. You need to learn that. You need to learn like what is my style? What do people like that I have to offer? And where are the people that like what I have, that I have, what I have to offer? Right? Yeah. So I can actually work in that market. Right? Yeah. All those questions you need answered. Yeah. By the time you go and decide, now I want to be a teacher. Because then you will go and invest your time in the places that you know are going to pay back. Yeah. Right? So, Especially these days, I feel like, you know, uh, new teachers are very much cut the same, created, you know, the, the same way, um, modeled in a certain way, trying to fit like social media standards mm -hmm. or, you know, or... You know, just you just you have to fit a certain mold, and and not. I mean, I when I started teaching, I saw much more variety when it comes to the way people teach, and now I'm I'm not I'm not seeing that so much. It's like everybody. It's more uniform. In terms of styles. Uniform. Not in not in terms of styles. In terms of looks. Um, Pants, yoga pants. No, <laughs> no, yoga pants. In terms of what they teach, how they phrase it, the message that they, um, you know, they give out to the world. Mm, I don't know. But we are living weird times. Maybe, maybe. You know, maybe. like a, you're only supposed to say certain things to be accepted or you get in trouble in social media because the police comes in, right? The thought police comes in and tells you, you should not be saying those things. So the, somebody, it's 20 years old, starting to do yoga, 
the you come and do yoga for for the betterment of the world, right? And then the, the system comes in and sells you, you have to act this way to be good. And like, for, like for instance, and then you buy into in the it, fear as well. But, uh, but for instance, like there's there's someone, uh, an example, uh, someone that would ask me, I want to work on this pose, I want to do this pose today, and I would say, no, it's just, it's not going to happen, it's dangerous for you. Uh, I can give you some, you know, the beginning, the a few steps uh, in that, in that, in that direction, mm, but I'm not going to teach you that. And you're welcome to leave my class if you want to, and you're welcome to not come back. Uh, I feel like some teachers, many teachers, would just try to, yeah, no problem, or succumb to that, to that pressure, and just they want to keep the customer happy mm. and keep the student happy. And yes, let's 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 do that. Huh? Or but that is because they haven't made enough mistakes. You have to make enough mistakes. Hmm. You all, we all, the only way the only way you learn is to make a thousand bloody mistakes. Yeah, that's there's that's no true. reason. So I mean, you just need the time. I mean, the, I think that the the message to some extent that we I mean at least I'm coming to it is that you have to program yourself for the long term in this thing because it is the it, long it term is, that's true. that that's is going to give you time to make the mistakes, to learn from the mistakes, to figure out like stuff, right? So the the drama is going to be there. I mean. And the good thing, I think this being so personal, I think it's a good thing. I don't know, but I like that stuff. The, the more you work on yourself, whatever that means, right? I mean, but in all senses, I mean, the more you work on yourself, like in your practice, the more you work on your practice, the more confident you'll be. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that, right? The more you work on your health and nutrition and stuff, the better you'll feel. Right, and then you'll be able to, or it will make sense for you to keep that kind of healthy lifestyle, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then the more you work on your head and you do this meditation and releases and stuff, the the lighter <laughs> you will feel. The more yeah. you clear up your past trauma, and uh, the good thing is that all these words that I'm using are not so weird anymore. <laughs> yeah. it, that is a fun. That is fantastic. They are so lucky that that is true. I mean, all this stuff that like work on yourself. Face your shadow, release your traumas, forgive your past. Those things we did not know. I mean, I was the weird one 10 years ago doing that, right? But now there's like a thousand people saying that everywhere, which is nice. It's awesome. It's fantastic, right? Because for a yoga teacher, I think that that is some, an amazing tool. Because so much of your job as a yoga teacher depends on you and your personality. I mean, I always say that. Your personality is your ceiling. So... If you change your personality, you're moving how far you can actually get in life as a yoga teacher, right? So the, the great thing is that work on yourself, which is going to feel awesome for you, and then you'll improve your yoga business. The horrible thing is that this is really hard work, like dealing with your shit. And maybe this is my impression. I don't know. Just tell me what you think. I agree. Uh, no, I always no. agree. Everything you no, say. No, no, no. Just think okay. about this for a second. Okay. Um, I feel it's a little bit of a lonely profession. Um, why do I feel lonely? I... I mean, I... There's... Don't get me wrong. There's moments that you're going to be surrounded by many people. And then... Or I travel and I see many friends and I love it because I see many friends in different places in the world. I'm so lucky. But isn't, besides those times, 
it's to me very lonely. Like you are practicing alone, you are taking a getting on a plane, you are in a hotel room, in a, in a hotel room by yourself, or you are, you know, you're resting from teaching, you know, and you're alone. So, what what do you think? I think yoga teachers are very alone. I mean, okay. the, and the reason, I mean, completely different perspective from what you just said. You are thrown into a business with no preparation. They teach you more or less, here are some asana, here's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Now go teach the class. That is all you'll need. And then you realize very, 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 very fast that the answer is no. You need skills that are not in what they tell you in a yoga teacher training at all, that you will need, at least on the side of business and all kinds of things, and then that, that you actually need to get, get things done. Then you have the, the personal stuff, the finding a friend is lucky, it can be done, but it not always happens, right? So the, you can find competition immediately, immediately. Right. Because, I mean, you want the same hours, you want the same things, right? So competition happens immediately, but friendship does not. And then friendship can go sour, turn of a dime as well. Because, I mean, whatever their reasons are... As much as I try to tell you, like, this is my tribe and this is my group of people and this is my studio and everything, I, I still feel it's, it's very, very lonely for the most part. It's, it's a little bit sad. I mean, it's, it's melancholic almost, you know. Um, I don't know. But maybe, I mean, because I practice so many hours a day, maybe I'm just tainted by my personal experience. But, I mean, I love so much to be like when I travel and to be with the people that I you know and even if I'm staying at someone's house and someone is hosting me you still want to have some time for yourself and you know mm -hmm. to recoup and just recover and mm -hmm. or you know, think what you're going to teach meditate do some breath work I mean all those activities you are alone right it's not like going to a basketball game or or playing a tennis match you know, with someone and just, it's, it's not, and you can practice with someone, but it is still a very internal experience, you know, it's, it's just you on your mat. I, I find that, I don't know, it's a little bit lonely and that nobody, and when I first started teaching, I thought I'm going to share this with the world, it's so good, I'm going to, you know, be with people all the time, just helping them out so, so much. It's so great. And then you're like, hmm. It's a long time. Feels, it feels very lonely. It feels very lonely here. And you're not comfortable with that? No. Uh, no. I've, I mean, I am, I am comfortable with that. I, in, a, in a way, I like it. Some moments I am I am actually a very private person. I don't like to you know like just share a lot of things about myself or anything. So I put like, my breakfast every morning. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I I am I'm very private myself, but so I like to be alone. I, I like I like that very much. Mm, but it's just something I wanted to point point out. Basically, just a little personal reflection of. Of that, that it feels more lonely than you might think, you know, when you're, especially like if you own a yoga studio, then for sure, I mean, it's just unless 
you have a business partner, you know, you, or you open the studio with someone, you better love that person that you're going to open the studio with mm -hmm. because that will be your best friend and yeah. ally and the, the shoulder you will you cry on and it's just, it's going to be your moral support from now on. Mm. So you have to have that person. If you don't have it or if you're good friends and then things turn sour, then wow, poor you because you, you need that. I mean... Uh, as a studio owner, you, like you were saying, you have to, uh, teaching also have to grow a thick skin, but owning a studio is a different kind of ball game. So you have to really, if you think the skin that you have to grow is thick when you teach, when you own a business, when you own a yoga studio, it's even thicker, it's 10 times that, because you're going to get arrows right and left, yeah. you know, all, all the time. And you have to be comfortable with the idea of people criticizing you, speaking poorly about you behind your back. Um, you know, it's just, that's what, what happens. I mean, that's, that's what they do. It's, you know, people that work for you or, you know, people that are coming to the studio or something. And if you have some sort of online presence, you know, social media presence, then even more. So you have to be okay with that aspect. Mm -hmm. And that also makes you be, want to retreat a little bit more and be more by yourself. Mm -hmm. So again, going back to being alone. alone. Yeah. I think that if you want to do this long-term, you must enjoy the time you're spending with yourself. Yes, like yes, you, yes, yes. It's yes, not yes. like a, oh my God, I have to be alone. It's like a, I love me, it. unless I have some time for myself <laughs> on a very regular basis. I would punch someone in the face. You're insufferable. I you know. are insufferable Thank you very much. unless you are by I'm yourself. I'm so ready. I'm so so yogi. <laughs> so the punching unless you're by yourself, is the punching yes, part. Absolutely. And so that is one quality you must have. Like the time on your own by yourself must be seen as valuable. Otherwise, if you live from relationships and being around and you're like a, this uh, social butterfly kind of person, I'm not sure this life is for you. One that's one thing. And then the second thing you learn, hopefully you learn if you make your career long enough, is that you have to cherish, cherish, protect, and work on relationships that are worth working on. Because what, what I've seen too is that many people come into the yoga world to like heal themselves and help others because and they want to help others because yoga helped them right. because they did not feel well when they came into the yoga world, yeah. right? So there are many broken toys in the world of yoga. 99% of them mainly or mostly or probably, right? We are, we are. Yeah. We are. So the, it is easy to find weird relationships. It's easy to find weird. But if you find somebody has the same weird as you, that I think is more important than your yoga career to some extent. You know, the, the something that I would not understand, I will, I will think that, I will always think that it's a mistake, is that, you let the business or the money or the whatever that is ruin a relationship that is really worth keeping. Really, rearrange is like but you have this is like the big question like, how do I know that this relationship is really worth saving? Because many times I thought, well, this oh relationship is worth saving my marriage. <laughs> no. Are you talking about your marriage? No, no, not that one, not that one. <laughs> Sa save that, let's save that. Um, but other other relationships that I thought I think this fr this friendship is important, and then Woo. it just disappeared. It disappeared. False. And like it boom. just fell through the cracks or something. So pff, 
I mean, how do you know, you know, when when a relationship is is worth really really worth fighting for besides like i feel it in my heart and i'm like yeah i also felt it in my heart all of those times and and i i thought i i fought it but you know also the other person has to fight for it a little bit i think you have a sense of if when it's worth keeping i i I mean this is me my two cents don't trust anything i right uh you have the sense of evolving at the same time or evolving on the same path or evolving in a harmonious way, right? Every single time, for us, I mean, you and me, we've been married for like a, right? So a little while, a little while, small time. Long time. time. Small little time. (laughs) And, uh, but I always felt like we were making the changes or the big changes we agreed on, you know, like, I mean, we were on the same page, like, so we, we keep evolving in our heads differently in a different way we come to the same conclusion in a very different way but we keep coming to the same conclusions right as we as we have to deal with life and stuff every time that some friend that we've had for a while disappeared every single time i saw them do things that made me raise my brow like what 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 was that and then you talk and then again what was that and eventually they disappear so I think that is a, it is a process of growth. I mean, if you find yourself growing at the same time, not in the same way or through the same stuff, right, as somebody else, I think that relationship is, is worth keeping. It's a, because you're not going to stay the same, so you have to walk together, kind of, right? That is philosophical as shit. It is philosophical, and it's just, it's just it's philosophical AF and... AF. But we're getting a little bit downer here. And so I just want to talk about the highs. The highs. highs. Because this reminds me, remember, like, the movie that we watched. Oh, my God. You want to shoot yourself. Like, the... The end. It was was called Arctic or something on Netflix. Mm. And it's, like... Downer. It was such a downer. Like, the guy fighting to survive in the Arctic. Oh, my God. It was just... And then, finally, like, in the last 20 seconds... You know, it just something good happens, but the whole movie was just so painful, so painful to just watch. So it just feels like feels a little bit like that. Totally so right. oh I, just, I just want to end. Why are we doing this? I want to So end. one second, why, would you, why have you been doing this for 20 years? Um, it's a combination of, of factors. That's a really good question. It's, it's so, it's so Tell us, Carmen, it's so, why so have profound. you been doing this for so long? Um, I find there's a lot of healing in, in your practice. Um, I think that if I didn't have a personal practice, I would have quit a long time ago. Um, because I always come back to my practice, like you said, you have to be okay. You have to embrace those moments alone. And so I love to be alone in my, on my mat, in my room. You know, I, 99% of the time I practice alone and I love that. And so it feels very healing and nurturing and centering. It just, I love it. Besides, you know, the fun that I do, you know, this pose or that pose or whatever challenge, but it's just so uh, rewarding and cleansing at the same time. So I, I like it. And so many times my, my head is telling me there is nothing better to do with your time. Like this is the most useful use you know, this is the most of your time. So you of can... everything ever. Yeah. I agree. So it's just, it's, this is as useful as you can get. 
useful AF, no? Useful AF. <laughs> and, and then um, I also like to, a long time ago, I started to follow that path or I've been teaching so many classes, so many this, so many privates, and I started to get burned and burned and burned more and more burned. And then I, when that happens, I try to change, switch gears. So if I'm doing mostly privates and I, I would go and teach more group classes or I would open a studio or I would do, go do more retreats or would travel more or just... Like all those changes not, seamlessly, you mean? No, just no, not seamlessly, but kind of switching up a little bit so it doesn't get very stagnant. And I try to always look through the students' eyes into my class, into the class, not through my, through my eyes, because I know what's coming, I know what I'm going to teach, I know what I'm going to do, but I just want to, I really try to put myself in their shoes and try to experience a, a class from their point of view, and that, because it's almost always changing, that is more rewarding, mm. it's more interesting, and just like imagine like oh how is this person feeling this right now and receiving this message or this posture or something and I think that it if it keeps changing all the time and it's also very fulfilling in in a way and the fact that I you know I, I've met some really good relationships good friends and I love it I mean when I go see them whatever I travel it's is always so fun. It's a, such a good, good, you know, moment. So intense and short. And then just do it again next year, or do do it again in I don't know, fourteen months or eight months or whatever, whenever that is. But actually, it feels very. Tell me this. Like, like I'm seeing friends all the time, and and. Uh, but do you get this feeling? Do you get the feeling that since when you go and see somebody again? Because we've been traveling for years now, right? I mean the. You find these people. <clears throat> the fact that this life is a bit hard and you find them and we're still doing both doing this, right? Don't you feel like more happiness even? Like, oh my God, this is so special. That you yeah. can... I mean, some, in, with some people I do feel that. Yes. It is yeah. kind of nicer. Like a, we are, we're still surviving. It's a, we are, yeah. We're still at it. We're still at it and it's, it's just fun to see where people are and how they're changing over time and what kind of... In new interest they have within yoga. I mean, there's just they're always changing, and it's just it's very interesting, very fascinating to know what they're into right now, and you know how their teaching is evolving and their practice is evolving. So I I love it. It's I think it's 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 great. So for that, it's if nothing else, I I think that gives a lot of a boost like few other things in your life do you know change or like yoga yoga teaching yoga helping people okay. you know make them have fun improve i don't know we go through something meaningful together it's i think it is it feels important when you do it you know it feels important that's to me how how, how is it for you oh i don't teach well i my mine is meditation for, for me, I mean, what I feel like my practice or my thing. Or the or adjustments or the philosophy, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of my practice, my, my practice, me doing things and having done, having done it for a very, 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 very long time, or that is how it feels, it's meditation. And uh, 
that never ever feel or leaves me right i diff i change it all the time and it has evolved in, tremendously in 30 years but i've always been doing this in, in my head is like i've never non done it i've done it a different way and i will never stop doing that i mean one way or another right and it, the what it means evolves because i think that that change that evolution is essential if you want to stay doing this for a while because yeah. every time that we go again we travel we go find somebody that we haven't seen in a while and they're doing something new they have added something to their practice they have added something to their teaching they have added something they have evolved the only way to keep doing this is to keep evolving and you have to evolve you have to change you have to have new interests and find the new thing that you like and how are you going to integrate that with everything you know and take a step forward in your understanding of whatever thing you're doing right it's not like a I'm going to follow the next trend and you drop everything and you go grab something else, you're going to get tired very, very fast. But if you see it as a process of growth, because that is, what, for me, what is most valuable, personal growth. So if you see it as, I understand more, I know more, I'm more in control of my life and my things and my everything, right? That's worth the time of, I mean, that's worth any, any time. Right, As exactly. much as it takes. That's exactly really how I see it, yes. So the, the yoga world allows you that lifestyle allows you to spend time asking questions like the one I'm, I'm we're talking about right now i mean and, and some other uh, businesses or jobs out there may do the same good for them but in yoga it's very clear i mean this is more than just a job it is a a long-term relationship with and uh, it's a philosophy and it's a meditation and it's a breathing and connect with your body and you know like so there is a for lack of a better word, a spiritual aspect to it that is easy to actually tap into if you want to. And if you don't want to, it doesn't matter, right? So you keep evolving in your own way, but you know it's there. And it's very easy to go into it. And it is so freaking rich. It's rich AF. <laughs> I want to um, finish, I want to f wrap up and, and finish up this conversation. Did we go high now? Saying, like <laughs> saying that I, because this is a practice and a profession that you give so much and you give yourself, you put yourself out there and you give so much and you pour your heart and soul all the time out there. I think it's important to do stuff that is nurturing to you to your heart like ice baths know, ice no. baths or you do <laughs> or you warm do, baths maybe warm baths first you do, do some warm baths and then you can do the ice bath you there's a I don't know a silent meditation retreat that you've always wanted to go and you've never done it do it or there's a workshop with this person that you you've always wanted to do it or you've just found this person that you really like and just do it you know and explore so, explore and because it's also very fulfilling to you and when you come back you're gonna feel so much more rejuvenated and so fresh so I think that would be my number one advice like despite uh, whether you own a studio or whether you're teaching uh, 20 classes a week just find some time you know it doesn't have to be every month you know, if, if you're doing something, but try to do it every day a little bit, like a few minutes of something for yourself, whether that is your practice or some breathing 
um, you know, ice bath that you were saying, you were joking about, I love ice bath. Ice it's bath so bath. hard. That's what I was saying, like, <laughs> do something for you. <laughs> Immerse yourself oh, you, in you ice water. Mm, so tempting. Way. I love I love it. Actually, it's, it's a good but thing. But it's not you the say, first thing I think in the morning, like, okay, mm, I just woke like, oh, I feel like I'll I, give me some ice in that bathtub. I'm going in. I, lo I love it. I love it. What, whatever that is, but okay. every every little while, you know, every few months, just to treat yourself to something because it's it is such a an investment in yourself, you know, it's just a bet on yourself, and it's it, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. And you, there's so much. There's, I mean, exactly, there's so much out there you can explore. Not only in the world of yoga, but today's these days, I think it's uh, it's you are it's I mean it may be hard and the yoga world, but you are so lucky. There is so much information. There are so many offerings. Options. There are so many options. There's so many teachers. And uh, yeah. you'll find something you like. Yeah. That you'll find something you click with. Or if not, you'll try 1,700 things and you'll have fun trying the 1,700 things. Exactly. Which is fun in itself. All kinds exactly. try, try all kinds of shit. Go try shit, right? You know? <laughs> See what happens. You know, go try. Yeah. I, I, I like change. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's That's great. my problem, I know. All right. It's okay. It's very, very well, good, very good. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you. This was Carmen. And Moises. And thank you for listening, Yoga Burn. I'll see you next time. Yoga Burn.